Well, it must be Christmas, friends, because uh, the Wine Diva is going to be joining us on this week and next week's edition of Tasting Room Radio. Dana Van Mulligan is a Wine Diva. She is a highly respected wine reviewer, educator, speaker. And she, on her lists, winediva.ca and winescores.ca, she does year-end lists, and she's incredibly professional about it. Very inclusive. The lists that we're going to talk about this week, the top-scoring wines of 2023, 93 points or better. There's 27 in total. I don't know that we got them all in, but we did our best. And the last segment of this week's show will be the start of her next list, which is the top 100 of 2023. These are $25 or less and 88 points plus. We'll get maybe uh, 10 or 12 in on the last segment of this show and all of next week's show. So that's what we're doing. I hope I made sense. This is Tasty Room Radio. If you're ready, keep a notepad handy. Thank you. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. You can find help with your holiday shopping list and a 10% discount on wine-inspired gift baskets, gift sets, and the new Tasting Trilogy experience. And come celebrate the final night of 2023 with Unsworth. Chef Dan and the team are excited to share their very special elevated menu with you. Sommelier Chris Turek has curated the wine pairings to go with. Celebrating the final night of 2023 at Unsworth. All the details at unsworthvineyards.com. This is Tasting Room Radio. I'm Terry David Mulligan. You can tell it's December because Dana Van Mulligan, the wine diva, has joined me on the show. She has a screen that she's composed her wine lists on. So I'm, I'm right so far. How are you? You good? I'm well, thank you. Have you traveled? No, not much. I did France this year, but um, not traveling much by choice more than anything do you miss it uh, i do in some ways but i don't miss the thought of like leaving my house and my dogs and you know mm. i'm pretty connected to them okay you could be spending christmas in italy but never mind it's okay sorry um now you have multiple lists um I've decided to ask you to start with the top scoring wines of 2023. How did they qualify? Just remind us. So these are wines that have all scored 93 points or higher on my uh, sister website, which is winescores.ca. And this is the first time I've done the top scoring wines. Uh, I've usually done a top 50, which is the top 50 wines, $20 or higher. Uh, But this year I decided I was just going to do those top scoring wines and I've got 27 of them. uh, 91 points or or higher? 93. 93. Thank you. Thank you. Um, What does it take to to be a 93? I mean, where is it? Where is the fulcrum? Where where does it start to get really? Is it 90, 91? when, When you decide this is a 91, then you have to figure out how far up that scale I go. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, if it's an, if it's a wine that's hitting 92 points or higher, then you're getting a really exceptional wine, a wine that to me is very complete. It is very balanced and it just, it it not only wants me or makes me want to drink more or, 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 you know, enjoy more of it, but it just feels like a bottle of wine when you spend that kind of money on it, that it really is worth the price. Would you 
to to sort of answer some questions about a wine, would you uh, set it aside after tasting and maybe um, build a meal around it or match it up with food? Uh, yeah, it really depends on the situation, but yeah. I always like to think about what it would go with, even when I'm tasting them just for reviewing purposes. So I'm always thinking about what kind of food they can go with. And sometimes, you know, we have lunches here in Vancouver, they bring the winemakers in and we get a chance to actually have them with food, which yeah. is always really nice because it's something that somebody else is cooking. Um, it's their idea of what that wine is going to go with, as opposed to just my idea of what that wine could go with. You can follow along, by the way, if you and and print up the list. I'll explain. Um, uh, WineDiva.ca, WineScores.ca. But start with the uh, wine list uh, uh, tab on uh, WineDiva.ca and and come along with the top scoring wines of 2023. How many of you figure you tasted? Just roughly. I know you can't can't keep a total tab. Oh, I don't know. Um... Probably less this year, just because I haven't been traveling as much. And usually, I try. I taste a lot when I travel, yeah. so um, hundreds of wines. I, I guess. All you know, right. Probably close to a thousand. Okay. You and the recyclers are still at it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, there's a lot of bubble that we will talk bubble, but um, I'm I'm seeing some names pop up. One is Township Seven. Uh, they had a remarkable year on the awards circuit. Uh, how many are there? One, two, three, at least three uh, Township 7 wines. You want to take me through that? Yeah. they. So the Township 7, they have the seven stars, their sparkling wine program. And the, the goal for them was to make a separate brand, but within the Township 7 umbrella. Sure. And the ultimate goal is to have seven sparkling wines under this the um the, the whole seven stars uh exclusive label let's say yeah. so there's a number of them um and of course one of them is the sirius uh which is s-i-r-i-u-s uh this is kind of their pinnacle sparkling wine and it is a blend of pinot noir and chardonnay and it's to me and also Mary McDermott, the winemaker, says this is a very, very traditional style yeah. of their sparkling wine, as opposed to some of the other ones, which are Viognier or Riesling or things like that. So this was very classic. And it's the 2016 that is, is currently released. So this wine, to me, is always exceptionally good. And they're always winning awards for these wines, top top sparkling wines in Canada. Consistency. It's got a very... Yeah, it is. And it's got a very classic, as you would expect from Champagne. It's got kind of that brioche, a little bit of um, quince and yellow apple aromas. It's got beautiful complexity and it's got creaminess on the palate, uh, beautiful length. And it's just a seamless, elegant, fine, sparkling wine. And lots of choices within this uh, of Seven Stars. Uh, for example, Seven Stars Aurora is on your list as well. Yeah. And as I said, the they have every one of their sparkling is a little bit different. This one is $58. All of these sparkling wines, by the way, except for one, and I can't remember, I think Regal, are all exclusive to their uh, their their wine club, their Seven Stars Club. So the Aurora is made entirely of Pinot Noir. It's a Pomar clone, so from Burgundy. And it is, uh, it was left, you know, to age for 30 months. And it's got that, it's got that lovely light um, rosé kind of color, very happy, 
lively bubbles, uh, classic hazelnut and honey. It's just beautifully balanced. It's a just a, a, a an elegant wine. Brioche. Um... Uh, the, Mary and I just uh, last week or two weeks ago talked about the Seven Stars Polaris, which is on your list as well. So there, that's another one you want to keep an eye on. All of them are have are great companions, one to the other. Uh, there's a couple that stand out, but for for a number of reasons, watch for Polaris out there as well. And also on your list is Township Seven's Benchmark Series Pinot Noir. Yeah, so I think that, you know, Mary McDermott, since she's taken over, I think that was 2014 or so that she came on board. She came from Ontario, and she's done amazing things with the whole portfolio there, the whole, and, and I think the sparkling wine is certainly the feather yeah. in her cap. Um, but their, their Pinot Noir, which is the, the benchmark series, so that's the, the bottles that have the black label, uh, and they are... This is all of Burgundian clone wine, and it's made from Okanagan Falls solely, and it was aged 12 months in French oak. It's really a perfumed wine. It's got very sweet kind of smoky cherry and cola spices, uh, very floral. It's very expressive. And to me, if you know Pomar wines, if you're a Burgundy lover, then to me, this reminds me of a Pomar. It's got that, it's a bit fleshier and bigger than a lot of the other Appalachians. Let's go there now. What do you say? Uh, by the way, just as an aside, I think one of the more interesting stories about Township 7, well, two, one, their commitment to bubble. I love that. They just sit all in. They jumped in with both feet. Uh, but more importantly, they have um, they have vineyards in the Fraser, in, you know, uh, outside of Vancouver, in that agricultural zone. And uh, when, when we first started talking about uh, grapes uh, just outside of Vancouver, there was not a lot of passion, not a lot of belief in what could happen. But as the, the temperatures change, as the climate changes, all of a sudden that region starts to show promise and they're fully in it. So I think there's a there's maybe a, a, a punchline to the sentence at the end of uh, this decade, perhaps. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, do you have favorites here? Can I ask you? Well, I mean, they're all... <laughs> They're all really exceptional, these wines. What was a first for me, uh, maybe I'll touch on that, is the One Faith Vineyards. And they've yeah. been around for a while, but this is the first time I've actually tried their wines. And I didn't really know if they were just overhyped because this One Faith is like $142, which is very expensive in my, in, you know, in my mind. And it's, it's, I think I could probably buy several bottles of wine for $142. <laughs> Yep. But it's uh, it did score, you know, in my top wines of the year. This is the 2015 uh, vintage, and it is, um, you know, they've got Richard Cleave, who's a veteran Okanagan viticulturist. Call me Dick. Who, yeah, exactly. He's he's a fa very famous man in the in the Okanagan. Yep. And of course, the uh, vineyards go back to 1992, where which he planted, you know, back then, Richard Cleave. So they make nine wines, I think now, and this is their top tier. So this is a Meritage type blend, of course, and it's got the classic, Berg, or sorry, a Bordeaux style, cassis, vanilla, tobacco, leather. It's beautifully uh, harmonious though. And I think drinking right now um, for the 2015 vintage, I think it's drinking very well right now. And like I said, it's $140. So if you happen to have it in your cellar, you want to open it for the holidays, I would say go ahead and do it. Okay. 
And uh, also, One Faith is there with their reserve Chardonnay at 25 bucks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So their white wines, comparatively, are, in my mind, quite reasonable. They have a Sauvignon Blanc as well, which is, is nice. Uh, Pinot Blanc, too. Uh, by the way, for those of you groaning at uh, some of the prices, listen, there's also another list that we're going to be talking about soon. Uh, the top 100 of 2023, uh, all under 20? Uh, under $25 ah, now. Inflation. Now yes, yes. Inflation. I should have anticipated that. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to see if we can get through the rest of the top scoring wines of 2023 with the Wine Diva, Dana Van Mulligan. You can follow along, winediva.ca, winescores.ca. We'll be right back. This is Tasting Room Radio. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. You can find help with your holiday shopping list and a 10% discount on wine-inspired gift baskets, gift sets, and the new Tasting Trilogy experience. And come celebrate the final night of 2023 with Unsworth. Chef Dan and the team are excited to share their very special elevated menu with you. Sommelier Chris Turek has curated the wine pairings to go with. Celebrating the final night of 2023 at Unsworth. All the details at unsworthvineyards.com. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Moon Cursor Wines in Asoyos. Their tasting room is closed for the season. Speaking of popular, the Moon Cursor Wine Advent Calendar is now available. The Ghost of Syrah Past and Present in a Box. The White Roan Christmas Box. And the Past to Turkey and the Wine Box. All the fun can be found at mooncursor.com. She's Dana Van Mulligan. I'm Terry David Mulligan. Different uh, spellings. She's got an E, I got an A at the end. Although some people think we're uh, husband and wife or brother and sister. We're not. We're, we're Dana and Terry is what we are. <laughs> and it's been 15 no, or 16. No relation. No relationship. Uh, although if you go back, you never know. You never know. A couple of hundred years. Top scoring wines of 2023. Uh, these are 93 points or better. Uh, these are the are the ones that shone throughout the, the year for 2023 for Wine Diva. I see, I'm really, it's funny why some things jump out at me. Lunescence Winery and Vineyard, their Cab Franc is on this list. Yeah, I think this year, the Lunescence Cab Franc was my top Cab Franc in British Columbia. Ah. Uh, last year, it was from... It's a winery on the Naramata bench, and I cannot remember the name of them. And they have a Tiffany blue label. Da Silva. Yeah, da Silva, yes. Yeah. So last year, I think, was the Da Silva. This year, Lunescence. And it's at this price point, too, $35. It's it's incredible. That's a big deal. So Lunescence has been around since 2014 in Summerland. So now, I guess, coming on 10 years. Uh, this is a foot trodden. So like they would do traditionally in Portugal, uh, Cabernet Franc, and it was aged for 12 months. It's got a very smoky kind of plum, wild berries, very muddled kind of aromas with baking spices, licorice. It's just an excellent example of the yeah. variety to me, and this wine is something that I would definitely buy a few bottles of. I'm, I'm zeroing in on the locals simply because, as you know, there's a big push to buy local, uh, gift local, uh, just support the BC wine industry, especially the smaller farmers. And so uh, in that, uh, it, with that mindset, I'm, I'm just 
checking off the uh, BC uh, names first. We're going to go back into Italy and, and France in a minute. Covert Farms Family Estate Grand Reserve Chardonnay. I think that this is, now I'm trying to think of how many vintages they've done a Chardonnay. Mm. I don't think it has been long. 2020 was the first ever Chardonnay that they did, actually. And the Grand Reserve has, it's a barrel fermented and then aged as well in oak. And it's got a very nutty kind of buttery nose with a crunchy yellow apple and acacia aromas. It's creamy, but it's also juicy. So. To me, it's not overly done with oak. It's really just um, kind of seasoned with oak, and it's got this lovely zesty finish, and it is $65. I've said this before. Gee, you talk good. She's Dana Van Mulligan. I'm Terry David Mulligan. Top scoring wines of 2023. These are 93 points or better. Quailsgate Estate Winery Chardonnay, the Boswell. Well, you've got to have a Quailsgate in here, of course. Um, The Boswell is the 2020... Uh, which is a Syrah. The Boswell is um, the, the the site, yep. the vineyard, and it's the pre, the founder's estate Syrah. And it has it's got a very kind of purple berry, white pepper. You're gonna quite often expect white or black pepper when you're having a Syrah anyway. This one's more white pepper, dark chocolate. It's robust and yet elegant at the same time. And it's very it's got a, a very succulent kind of character to it. And it is eighty dollars a bottle. Back to the, she's the Wine Diva, Dana Van Mulligan. You can follow along on these wine lists at winediva.ca and winescores.ca. It's a fabulous read. You'll actually end up laughing and giggling when you see some of the titles go by. Um, we're going to go back to um, the Naramata Bench, Laughingstock Vineyards Portfolio, which is their flagship. Correct, yeah. So this one is the 2019 vintage, $50 a bottle. And this vintage is primarily Merlot. It's got Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Malbec, and just a little bit of Petit Verdot. Uh, Age 20 months in French oak. It has a very fragrant nose. This vintage, it's got a very plum cake and blackcurrant chocolate espresso kind of aromas. It's very rich and has a lot of structure, but it's also a very long wine and it really lives up to its name. This has always been a, an ex- exceptional bottle of wine. Well done. Uh, and one final, I think, uh, I may have missed one or two. Uh, Mount Boucherie's estate, uh, uh, they're a Contessa, which is this fabulous blend of theirs. They're really proud of this. Yeah, and it really stands out in their portfolio. Even the label is is quite unique for them. It is the 2018, this particular one I'm I, it, that made my list. It's $88 a bottle. And they pick the best barrels from the best plots of their estate vineyards in the Okanagan and the Similkameen Valleys. And they have a lot to choose from. They have a they lot. They have to, a lot to choose lakes from. Lakes really fluid, yes. Yeah. And it's Merlot primarily with Syrah. Yeah. So even though it's a Meritage type blend, I think that Syrah is really important in this blend. And it's also got a little bit of Zinfandel, Cab Franc, and Malbec. And the Syrah, I think, is what really makes this wine uh stand out it's very opulent it's got like an ink a really inky character to it. it's almost amarone like in uh-huh. its weight and that kind of glycerol texture that you get on, on on the palate but it still has all that freshness which is what i love i love wine i will always pick a wine that's got freshness you know even in a red wine that's got that balance of acidity that just makes you want to drink more <laughs> This is Tasting Room Radio. I'm Terry David Mulligan. Dana Van Mulligan, the wine diva, has joined me on the show. All right, let's go Old World. 
old school. You, you, you flip quickly between, and nimbly, by the way, between France and Italy, Chile and Argentina. But Tatanger, uh starts the list. It's number one, Prelude, Grand Cru, the Champagne. Um, and was it number one because it's the first thing front of mind or just it got number one? No, it, it, the, the, the way they're ranked is just when I last reviewed them. So the Tatangers were the last ones I reviewed that went into this list. So that's why they, they end up as one and two. And Tatangers is if you ever get to, to uh, Champagne and in the main town of Rheims, they have their their house, the Maison Tatangers is right there in Rheims. So you can walk right to it. And, and they have these hundreds of miles of these of these um chalk caves right now they're closed down they've been closed for about i think a year because they're they're completely remodeling all of the maisons so when it'll when it opens i guess next year um it'll look completely different than when i visited last and their wines are outstanding they the two that i have in the top there are the prelude which is kind of like a mini compte and compte is that their their top wine it's their their top cuvee for their champagne house. Um, the Prelude is in private wine stores, it's about $115 a bottle, whereas the Comte de Champagne, which is a Blanc de Blanc, which yeah. means it's 100% Chardonnay, yep. it is $351 a bottle. <laughs> so the Prelude at 115 roughly is uh, is a bargain. Okay. That's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. She's Dana Van Mulligan. Top scoring wines of 2023. These are 93 points or better. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Moon Cursor Wines in Asoyos. Their tasting room is closed for the season. Speaking of popular, the Moon Cursor Wine Advent Calendar is now available. The Ghost of Syrah Past and Present in a Box. The White Roan Christmas Box. And the Past to Turkey and the Wine Box. All the fun can be found at mooncursor.com. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Hillside Winery on the Naramata Bench. With the holiday season up ahead, a quick reminder of the 2023 Hillside Holiday Gift Guide. 12 Days of Hillside, a mystery bundle of 12 individually wrapped wines. The Ultimate Hillside Collection has a wine for everyone. The Red Wine Lovers Collection, a curated selection of Hillside's favorite red wines. The Rosé Lovers Collection, a fun bundle of three unique expressions of rosé. The Aromatic Whites, a six-pack collection of Hillside's iconic aromatic white wines. An amazing single vineyard Merlot collection. Details on the holiday gift guide at hillsidewinery.ca. She's Dana Van Mulligan. I'm Terry David Mulligan. Top scoring wines of 2023. These are 93 points or better. Yeah. Uh, take us to Italy, if you would, because you have uh, three Canti Classicals one after the other, each quite different from the other. Frescobaldi starts us off. Yeah, so Frescobaldi, this is a, a wine that you've probably seen on shelves. It's it's quite common to see here in BC. It's a great price at $35 a bottle. And it, I mean, Frescobaldi has been making wine for, ever, for over 700 years, yeah. you know, as a family history, they've got a lot. And this wine is, if you if you love a Chianti, this one just has a little bit more power, a little, it's a bit more supple. It's got nice coffee, toasted spice, Nespresso kind of flavors, and some nice rose petal and brown spice on the nose. To me, this wine is just a great um, 
a great showing for Chianti Classico, which, you know, as as you know, Chianti Classico is just that little bit higher uh, in as is or as an appellation, it's smaller. And the quality is generally a little higher than just the Chianti region on its own. And they do walk with a certain pride, those folks. Yeah. Uh, Tenuta. The Archino, yes. The um, And this is owned actually by the um, Jackson family of oh, wineries. Wow. So Kendall Jackson. Um, of course, now they own, well, it's not part of the Jackson family, but it's it's um, family, family. Jackson member, family members that own wineries on, on near you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. On Vancouver yeah. Island. Blue, Vancouver uh, Blue, Island. Blue Grouse and uh, Unsworth. And Blue Gross is the new edition. That yeah. was uh, that was nice. Yeah. So this is the, it, it's owned by them. It wasn't obviously started by them. They purchased it. I don't know how many years ago, but it is a historic estate. And this wine was aged for ten months. It's got strawberry, roses, chocolate. It's just got great length and really beautifully woven tannins in this wine. And it is forty five dollars. I lost my way here. Oh, what's what's this last one? The uh... Casovecchi, the Maronino della Piave. Okay. So this is a Gran Selezione. So Gran Selezione is above Reserva yeah. in the Chianti Classico region. Yeah. And it was only, I think they launched the first uh, Gran Selecciones in about 2010. And at that point, there was only about 10 of them. And now most wineries, I think, probably have a Gran Selezione. This one is... 2016 vintage and it was a great vintage for them the the region was it was a great vintage 100% Sangiovese which is quite interesting because quite often in Chianti Classico you've got mostly Sangiovese with maybe a little bit of other things in there and it is got red berries leather a little bit of balsamic kind of aromas and it's got a little bit of saltiness on the palate, which you'll find quite often with these old world wines. They've got the salinity to them, which really makes them great food wine. And, you know, it's still really elegant and or still really youthful for being a 2016, and but drinking really nicely right now. These are the top scoring wines of 2023, 93 points or better from the Wine Diva and winescores.ca. Uh, two from uh, Mendoza, Donna Paula Estate and Uco Olvines Malbec. How old do you have to be there to consider? I think it's up to the individual winery, but I think probably in most cases, they're probably going to be 30 years old or more. And Uco Valley is in Mendoza. It's a little bit higher elevation than Mendoza proper. And Tupangato is within the Uco Valley itself. So it's a cooler climate very rocky soils, higher elevation, which yeah. is where everybody in the world is going right now because of the heat. This has got black currants and chocolate tobacco. It's really beautifully woven and it's got a very generous long finish to it. And it is $60. 60. 60, yeah. yes. And then the Uco Old Vines, which is from Mendoza, also from Uco Valley in Mendoza. So it's an Altamira, which is just another part of the Uco Valley. And it was aged 18 months in oak. It's very silky. It's got like cherry, black raspberry aromas, like salted chocolate, more of that kind of salinity. It's super supple on the palate. Like so very white and potent as well. It's got a lot of black fruit on the palate. So a lot of concentration. So if you like a bigger wine, 
this is the 2018 and this one is $40 and you'll love it if you like bigger wines. And I think you'll love this too. This is the last, these are the last two, uh, but we're, I'm going to take you back to the Willamette Valley uh, for the Citation Pinot Noir. Of all of the wines made in the Willamette Valley, this was the one. Well, you know, we don't really get a lot of the Willamette wines up here for me to review. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that there would be more if I actually was was um, was handed over some more, but I haven't been. So, but this is also, uh, I've reviewed this one a few years in a row now, and they hold this back for nine years before release. So this is a 2006 vintage. These are really, it's always oh. an outstanding wine. That age really helps when they release it. It's just a symphony of red fruit. It's got star anise. It's got that pomegranate some of that classic forest floor it's very harmonious har harmonious sorry and it's got kind of an ethereal kind of a character to it and i, I just i always in love love drinking this wine and it's 90 dollars a bottle 2006 2006 wow uh the last one is uh behringer uh cabernet sauvignon from knights valley i mean they make millions yeah. of bottles of it but consistently it's still yeah. it still shows yeah, it is. It's it's an exceptional wine. You know, the, the winery itself is exceptional as well. This one's $51, $52 a bottle. Um, and this is the 2020 vintage. It's just got so much history, this winery. and But it's just, the the aromas here are just explosive. You've got that cassis and you've got that like, like almost spice cake, purple flowers. It's got kind of a pipe tobacco on the palate. Uh, just a balanced wine with a really long, supple finish. Now I have to sit as producer, and I'm watching you talk and, and listening to the words. I'm thinking, okay, well, we did really well with with the uh, top scoring wines of 2023, and then I look at the total, 27, and then I have yeah. in front of me the list for top 100. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I'm gonna... well, I, I have to do a shout out though. Just we've got a few of the Gerard Bertrand wines in this list, okay. and they're from uh, the southern south of France. I was there visiting in the summer, and I actually am going to be moderating the Gerard Bertrand uh, event um, seminar during the wine festival in two months, I guess. So I'll be I'll be sitting down with Gerard Bertrand, and if you want to get tickets to that. For wine festival, I'll be there. Thank you for the pickup. I appreciate that very much. So, when you come back in a couple of minutes or next week, we're going to do the uh, top 100 of 2023. What were the qualifications? These are wines that are all $25 or less, which is now the new $20 or less. Sure. And they're all scoring 88 points or higher on wine scores. Bless you. She is Dana Van Mulligan. She's the Wine Diva. Go find her. WineDiva.ca, WineScores.ca. We're going to finish this uh, Tasting Room Radio with a start on the budget bottles for 2023. This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Hillside Winery on the Naramata Bench. With the holiday season up ahead, a quick reminder of the 2023 Hillside Holiday Gift Guide. 12 Days of Hillside, a mystery bundle of 12 individually wrapped wines. The Ultimate Hillside Collection has a wine for everyone. The Red Wine Lovers Collection, a curated selection of Hillside's favorite red wines. The Rosé Lovers Collection, a fun bundle of three unique expressions of rosé. The Aromatic Whites, a six-pack collection of Hillside's iconic aromatic white wines. An amazing single vineyard Merlot collection. Details on the holiday gift guide at hillsidewinery.ca.
This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by Mount Boucherie Estate Winery. It is, of course, the home of many award-winning wines. But we do want to tell you about the Modest Butcher, their dining room, dining with reckless abandon at Mount Boucherie since 2020. Wine down Wednesdays, half-price bottles of vino. Happy hour, $5 glasses of wine, 2 to 5-ish every day. Tommy and Tannen, order a tomahawk steak, get your reserve Merlot for $5. And just a heads up, on the Mount Boucherie website, check out the interesting page called Yule Fuel. Yule Fuel includes Riesling, Mandaray Red and Mandaray Rosé, the Contessa 2020, the Reserve Pinot Noir 2020, and Mount Bubbles. You can find all the details at mountboucherie.com. Hello, friends. I'm Terry David Mulligan. This is Tasting Room Radio. Year 17. Uh, I don't know how long Dana Van Mulligan and I have been doing the wine lists, her wine lists, but it's been a good long time. Hello, Dana. How are you? I'm good. Well, I'm dying to talk about the wines. More importantly, I'm dying to get them all in if we can. We've, we've classically run out of time right at the end. It's a blur. Because we're we're talking about your top 100 of 2023. Please remind wine fans everywhere how they qualify for this list. So these wines are all, well, it's funny because when I started 15 plus years ago doing this, I think the top 100 wines were $16 or less. Yeah. And they've creeped up slowly over the years, and they are now $25 or less because inflation. And they are all 88 points or more on my sister site, winescores.ca. Okay. that's that's We're going to cover a lot of ground, friends. Any particular order here, or are these as you tasted them? They're as I tasted them. So number one on the list just means I probably tasted it last. So here... So here's what you taught me over the years. Make a list, keep it current, know where you put it. I have a, I have a, this, there's that, that right there was a gift from Meg. That roller and the board, that, that, that's my list. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to stand up and make, make your list like that. I'm sorry about that. Oh, right, here we go. Um, Hester Creek, let's start at Hester Creek. Good friends. Uh, the select selected barrels Merlot. They have a lot of Merlot. They do have a lot of Merlot, and uh, this this is the 2022 vintage. It's 21.99 a bottle, and of course they have some of the oldest vines in all of the Okanagan Valley. They first planted in 1968, I think. Joe, Joe Bersonardo. Yeah, and this to me, their wines they have they they really make their wines with kind of a a, a modern tilt to them. They always have they're very plush yeah. they always have a lot of fruit forward kind of aromas and this one's the same raspberry and plum vanilla um very expressive fruit on the palate as well and a very nice kind of juiciness to it it's a it's a crowd pleaser it's just a, a really Congra- easy drink. and congratulations to mark hopley way to go uh across the valley blasted church vineyards their viognier so Viognier is one of those wines that people, it's it can be polarizing and you really have to be careful making Viognier because if you just leave it on the vine sure. a little, little bit too long, it can get really kind of flabby and blousy and it loses its acidity. Uh, this one to me is a nice fresh version. It's not that overripe style. And it does have a little bit of oak fermentation, but it doesn't really interfere or distract. Let's say it's got very lemon lime, honeysuckle, and some spice biscuit kind of characters to it. This is the 2022 vintage, and it's $24. 
You can always find a bottle of Wente Morning Fog on a wine list or in a store uh, if you know where to shop. Uh, they make a lot of it, this Chardonnay from Central Coast, California. Yeah, and they actually, the clone, the Wente clone as well is uh, quite prevalent in the uh, in, in California. And this is just a crowd favorite. It's got that very sweet pineapple, a little bit of butterscotch, some lemon cream kind of aromas. And even though it's got all that, it's not overly sweet or overdone either. Sure. It's quite balanced and approachable. And it is 2299-2022 vintage. If you're looking for gift bottles, if you have gift uh, bottles in mind, the first three segments of this show uh, dealt with some pretty expensive wines, but very high points. 93 points or better, and the, the prices reflected that. These are the top 100 wines of 2023. Uh, $25 or less, but 88 points or better. So they have been judged to be worth your time. And these are gift bottles that will not break your bank, and uh, but they've been tasted and found to be perfect. And that's one of the joys of wine for anyone, I think, is to find a $25 wine or less that tastes like a $35 or $40 wine. You have to do a little searching to find those. Uh, Fairview's uh, Goats Do Rome Rosé from South Africa. So the Goats Do Rome is just kind of a cheeky little uh, riff on Cote, Cote de Rome. Um, when they can't call it a Cote de Rome because, of course, that's in the Rhone Valley. So it's Goats du Rome, and they have a white and a red and this rosé. And the rosé is made from Viognier, Roussin, Marsan, Grenache Blanc. So all those great white Rhone varieties or Southern France varieties. And it's got strawberry and rhubarb, orange flavors, and some cantaloupe. It's just juicy. It's easy to drink. And it is $17, might be a little bit more depending on where you buy it. Uh, you are the one who turned me on to Monte del Fra. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it was the, even the uh, Bardolino, which I think is the most the, the most interesting word in that phrase. Tell us about it. Monte del Fra is first and foremost, they're, they, they're known for their Amarone, yep. but they have... This particular wine, which Bartolino, which is the grape variety, Bartolino, sorry, it's not the grape variety, it's the region. They also have a white wine called Cadel Magro, C-A del Magro, M-A-G-R-O, uh, and it might be in this list, and it's a very interesting white wine as well. So this particular um, um, this particular variety is made from Corvina, Rondinella, and Molinara, which are varieties you would see in an Amarone. And they're actually located quite close to Lake Garda. So mm. it's a cool, little bit cooler um, yeah. aspect of the of the region of, of Veneto. And it's an easy drinking red wine. It's kind of, it's nice when it's a little bit chilled down. It's juicy and joyful and charming. And it's got cherry and raspberry. And it's just got a lot of energy. It's, it's a really fun wine. And it's $18.99. So that's just a teaser from the Wine Diva of next week's show, which will be the top 100 wines of 2023 uh, under $25. Budget bottles, friends, for yourself, for your gifts, for your family, your friends, and only the good ones are going to get mentioned. She tastes all of these wines, Wine Diva, Dana Von Mulligan. And then when they're under uh, 25 or under, they make this list. And she, she tastes all year long. And this is the result. This is the all-star team. Next week on Tasting Room Radio. 
This segment of Tasting Room Radio is brought to you by the Okanagan Wine Festivals. Visit the Okanagan Valley this winter and experience beautiful BC wine country. The Okanagan Winter Wine Festival takes place January 20 through 28 across the Okanagan. Events include happy hours, fire and ice carnival, a winter artisan market, scenic sips, live music Sundays, Christmas markets. You can find all the details for the Okanagan Winter Wine Festival in January at thewinefestivals.com.